Welcome to Pod Leadum. That's Top Model Podcast spelled backwards. I'm Alexander Price and I love making stars. I'm Anna Jane Ginsburg and the thing about this is this was a test because it was just an act. It was all a joke. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm J.D.B. Crump and I'm here to give you some information. (laughs) And we're of course talking about Cycle 15 Episode 8 Zach Posen or... (laughs) Just get through it as quick as possible. (laughs) (laughs) The girl who almost cry vomits. Mm, Mm. Very nice. Very nice. It almost sounded like the person's name was episode eight, Zach Bozen. (laughs) (laughs) The date. And you can also seem like a person uh, (laughs) by going to (laughs) anchor.fm slash pod lead. And one more time that you are L is anchor.fm slash pod lead. And we have someone, ooh, a page. Take a page out of the book of page and give us that dollar or however much page did. I never want to reveal the amounts, but new year, new look, new page. Uh, <laughs> oh, page. If you're listening to this episode, which I hope you are since you helped sponsor it and you do not know your namesake in Degrassi, the next generation. I was waiting. I was like counting down the seconds. <laughs> get Get ready. I think my favorite character of all time, Holly J and Paige are the top two for me, for sure. Thank (laughs) you so much, Paige. And anyone can go to anchor.fm slash podleadem to join the Leadem pod. You got a dollar. Mm -hmm. What was this blind wipe on Anne in previously's? Have we ever had transitions like that? We're trying a lot of stuff out. In previously's, we're trying some things. Yeah, previously's are trying to become high fashion too, <laughs> and they're not sure how to stick the landing. Did all of you notice in previously on? And maybe it was in the original episode, and I just didn't notice it until previously's, but the gentle backhand tap that Kendall gave to Tyra, just the <laughs> one, huh, huh, like two straight <laughs> boys who don't want to hug. <laughs> I love that Kendall is a person that famously now, will not give you more body contact than Kendall wants to give you. Mm, you don't get a hug, Casey, handshake. <laughs> the fastest handshake of all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I loved talking about her accent. This is, to me, is the perfect, the platonic ideal of top model word salad. Kendall's model potential was not living up to her stunning features. <laughs> Sounds like a sentence. Your brain processes it and says, What? <laughs> But it's so kind. It's the kindest we've ever excused a person. If we ever make our pod lead of activity book, we should do a sentence diagramming for some top model previously. Oh, I'm like, can you find the verb? Ah! What is the subject and the object of this sentence? <laughs> They're both Tyra always. <laughs> That's the ultimate do list. <laughs> Alexander, I have a question. Just for you, although both of you may, but I just know you'll have an emotional reaction to it. Because I don't actually know if you'll like this or not. Did you like, dislike, or feel neutral about the digital art having graffiti-esque? My quote for it was, not this font. 
Okay, was it even a font or was it literally Tyra taking her finger and drawing words? Like Disney Channel light pen. Also, also, it was sexy, super, and spelling intended, the gift of androgyny. In quotes. Androgyny. The misspelling that's wild. I but I was just like, we're trying something this time, we were trying to make this look like something. They also zoomed in on it and it looked like clip art that had had to be like expanded and fuzzed. Do you think they had a different choice for every designer? Ooh, that would have been interesting, Alexander. On fake Italian watch. Because we got such a clear shot of that glass door with all the phrases on uh-huh. it. And I tried pausing, and I don't think I got it right. And I could be the one who's wrong here, but I swear that I read Pina di Modo. And the only translation I could find was Fashion Pineapple. <laughs> I think it's... I that's, think That's it. That's good. <laughs> I think it's like... Piede or whatever. I think it's like Fashion Walk is what I think it is. Well, I'm sticking with Fashion Pineapple. I like Fashion Pineapple Pineapple better. Should I spoil it now or should I do it in episode? Because I finally saw what's behind what's behind it now. I can't wait. I don't deserve that. Don't dangle the Fashion Pineapple. (laughs) So, listeners will remember at the very beginning of this season, I saw that there was a very short word in Talking Heads that we couldn't figure out. Sepia tone flashback as Alexander. Yeah. <laughs> so it says modello, which does mean model, but means like blueprint or template. <laughs> That's perfect. <laughs> and the word underneath is F-E-R. It is not an Italian word. It is a French word, fer, that means iron. And it is most commonly used in the word chemie de fer, which means railway. And the only time you look up fair in Italian is when they are talking about French railway stations. So I think they were trying to make it fierce, but they didn't want to use accessa or ardente or feroce, which means like... Well, that's on the slidey glass frosted door. Which that also just means like savage. Uh-huh. <laughs> but you Ferocious. know what? I, but I will take that. But I would take iron, that in a minute. Close enough. Actually close enough. Iron yeah. model. Iron model is behind them. Oh my God. You know who it's about? An iron giant, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Or iron chef. I'll use her bully word to make a joke. (laughs) Drippy bacon sandwich. Oh my God. Anne has so many unexpected food moments. Including this episode. We can't. We cannot yet. (laughs) I like, speaking of Anne, I like her little frown. When Liz is like, finally knocked you off because Anne's mouth is the tiniest thing you will ever draw on on a person. And it's just... Mm, I thought it was funny. <laughs> I thought it was cute. I do like that Anne says her greatest enemy is improvement from others. <laughs> and I also like that she was like, I'm not worried about going home, but I am worried about eventually going home, which was essentially what she said. And I was like, I do like that Anne's like, look, I'm not going to be eliminated soon (laughs) we're getting a lot of esther at the top of this episode and captions crunch says that esther says that she needs to be more whoosh (laughs) yeah but the way caption says it is it gives i need to be whoosh uh i got so sad immediately i started covering all my mirrors in black cloth (laughs) (laughs) 
Uh, I needed, for this Tyra post, I needed the verbs to agree because to be a top model, you will need help with posing. We exist in all the tenses, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Top model is happening in the past, present, and future at all points. Why, though, if you're going to, as Chris points out, why would you write it like that? Why would you write posing, P-O-S-I-N apostrophe, instead of just spelling it, posing, P-O-S-E-N, because then it's an actual clue. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Especially since the verb will not come into play this episode. No! No. We don't work on posing anymore, <laughs> top model. You either do it or you can't. Miss J walks in with information. Another silent entrance. Uh, we're really into creeping into the model's space. Announcing your presence, not high fashion. <laughs> and then Chelsea screams, posing! When Zach Posen leaps into frame. He's always a little sprightly no matter what he's doing. He is, he's a little imp. <laughs> yeah. He's a real tiny guy. This is the start of Chelsea being so affected by everything, though, that it buoys between incredibly endearing and manically sad. <laughs> and you need to, like, Chelsea is too excited about everything to the point that eventually in the next episode other contestants are like we never know what's going on we just base everything on how chelsea's feeling it seems to me like this is the way her intense drive as she would put it is coming out now Mm. it's like how do i show them that i'm the one who wants it the most by knowing everything as soon as it happens and by being the most enthused about it yeah yeah which is not to say that it's insincere. I think it's sincere. I almost, it's its more so that I'm worried her sincerity is overwhelming her. Yes. Which is so funny about someone I've recently talked about how in confessionals acts like she can't give a darn. <laughs> she really seems like she's having a hard time emotionally calibrating herself. Mm. So there's a lot about Zach Posen that I won't even go into. Started very young. But recently he stepped down from pretty much all his companies. He doesn't really do a lot of designing anymore. And the most recent thing he designed is a collection of genderless wedding rings, which I'm going to argue wedding rings don't have gender, but whatever. Fine. While he was doing all the designing and before he stepped down, all his Instagram pictures were like obscure. There was a lot of light shadows. You couldn't really see him. Now, he is living his cutest life. It is all about, look at my arms. What? Skin, face. He is clear <laughs> as day. He seems far happier not designing. I also looked at his Insta and had the exact same vibe of someone who is retired and thriving. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, you know, I got to say, it's kind of the energy he gives in this episode of, like, I don't know if this is unpopular opinion. I didn't watch as much Project Runway where he's a lot more prevalent. So I feel like people who watch that show know him as a judge and person there. But I like Zach Posen's general energy. And it also does always feel like he's teetering on the edge of his own failure. Like he's actually worried about the show going well in a way that, again, in a Chelsea way, is endearing and also just a little bit worrisome. (laughs) I think he's just a little too fond of the grand pronouncement. Like, everything has to lead to, and this is the life lesson. And I'm like, you can just say that her walk is bad. Yeah. He's always kind of walking out to a balcony to tell models what it means to model. Yes. And yet the name of his brand could not be stupider. I hate this (laughs) brand name so much. Z-Spoke? 
Hate, 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 hate. Man, it is all over Poshmark, though. <laughs> well, it was apparently just the for Saks Fifth Avenue. I will give the clothes their due. I liked it. I liked it. This is this is I don't style. Think Zach Posen is actually a great designer. <gasps> I, I think like he is stuff. a fashion personality. I like you know the how, stuff. I like you it. know how a lot of people will talk about when like the Oscars are given out, the most performance gets awarded instead of the best performance. Uh uh-huh. Zach Posen designed the most. Yes, I agree with that. I guess maybe that's why I could think of two or three looks I like, because when someone presents you 25 garments, <laughs> you're probably going to like three of them. Now Miss J is having fun with ADR, hiding behind Zach Posen's head. <laughs> the sing is songiest. <laughs> Miss J walked in, like, ready to lay down some tracks in the ADR studio. <laughs> bars 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 adr bars (laughs) and esther asks a great question yeah so they get to sit down with zach and chad after a deadly sound effect when we hear the word professional models dun 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 (laughs) and esther does actually ask a great question who are some of your favorite models and why are they your favorite models and what makes them stand out to you holy crap could not be more helpful and (laughs) What a nothing of a response. I love making stars. Sensuality. Body movement that's yours. You'll figure it out. <laughs> Let me ask you, y'all a question. I guess if, if the binary, as we've kind of learned on Top Model, especially when talking about walks, is generic, just be yourself, gotta show that personality, or very specific but kind of mean-spirited, shorter steps, Taller this, no, less smile. Which would you prefer? The second. Technical, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Give me a problem that I can actually fix. Yeah, longer steps, got it. Mm-hmm. Less, less bounce, wiggle. done. Yep. Yeah, that's helpful. Anne says she's not sure how her walk is because <laughs> this cycle they've had about nine backstage minutes of coaching. So how would she know? Also, they I know it's on- not good on a conveyor belt. <laughs> nor four stories high. On a bouncing platform. Also, because now I'm thinking about it, not only was that four stories high, for Anne, it was four and a half stories high. <laughs> Y'all, <Where's the> <laughs> that was a good joke. I, I want to acknowledge how good that was. <laughs> Thank you. We're getting a lot more Jane, and I'm realizing why we didn't get a lot of Jane before. Because Jane deadpans in a way that that whole pan set, the pots, they're all dead. <laughs> because she goes... Zach Posen's great. Absolutely loved him. And I'm like, oh, Jay, not a confessional gal. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to say, I know some of you predicted, and I totally get why, Jane being the Psycho's model basic for me. I don't, not endeared to Jane at all. I really am. I I also like like Jane. Jane. (laughs) I I think she's funny. We could have like two drinks, people watch. Like I could have a whole day date with Jane. I just, I I think she, I get the day brunch Jane aesthetic. <laughs> I just think, I just think if I was hanging out with Jane, I'd always think, I wish there were about two more people here. Oh, I'd I agree with that. I'd agree yeah. with that, actually. Like Esther, Esther should have been my model basic, mm. truly. But I missed the boat on Esther. I didn't, I didn't call her soon enough. And also, I think Hannah Jane, we just needed to give her to you because you're so <laughs> enthusiastic. I do. I will take your point that I, I think Jane works best as like a little extra ranch seasoning in a group. <laughs> Still white. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, but fun. Oh, yes. <laughs> Is this when we find out the winner gets five looks from Z Spoke? Or did they make it? They make it to the 
the place, right? Yeah, they make it to, they arrive at the show refreshingly free of makeup. It was Mm. so nice to see them all walk into a professional situation barefaced. Yeah. They were told, clearly. I think this is probably Pasadena. There's a lot of paved sidewalks in that area Mm. open space but we don't know where this is because they work hard on the eventual runway to make it look like a cobblestone alley yeah this is one of the realer of the realest we've done though this feels very very real runway that top model got to be a part of it was still a very difficult runway there was a top model cycle passed correct me if i'm wrong where during the auditions, they had to walk on cobblestones as a challenge. That was with... Um, Brie's cycle, right? Brie, no, it was after. Oh, because Brie was the example person. Yes. yes. And they also wore masks. It was um, yes. Carrie D's cycle. Carrie D. Mm-hmm. Melrose. Yes. Yeah, yeah. This is hard. And this they get is no coaching. Hard. No. Also, Chelsea, being Chelsea, has to lie in that same droll voice about Zach Posen and Z-Spoke. This is so my style. <laughs> you get five looks from Z-Spoke if you win. Also... I don't know what Chelsea's accent is, but whatever it is, comes out when she says the word challenge, because it <laughs> becomes like, challenge. And I'm like, huh. Hmm. <laughs> Where are you from? Yeah. I am a human model. Yeah, Zach Posen seems very involved at every level of the and show. nervous. Mm-hmm. Uh, he really put his hands on Jane. That was a forceful lesson in posture. <laughs> <laughs> It's just funny when he gets his confessional and he's like, I've never worked with models who are this level of not professional, but <laughs> I think it'll be great. Right, Tyra? It'll be good. What's a what's an annoying episode for him to talk about diversity of body types in a positive way? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Terrific. We now officially know that Top Model is pro-bullying because we are told... <laughs> That the professional models are actually paid to be mean. Let me just say, though, it is very telling of when Miss J announces this to these models. And they're like, you know how girls can be really mean? We don't have a camera shot of anyone agreeing. I think all the girls are like, no, not not really. (laughs) And then I love the one that recontextualizes and says, oh, you want us to shake their confidence. That's what you're actually asking us to do. And they're Mm -hmm. like, got it. For a stipend, done. <laughs> Only three of the professional models were credited in I- on IMDb. I was excited to see Redheaded Amanda, who uh-huh. I remembered from my heyday of watching Project Runway. Yeah. Those were my favorite seasons. She appeared a lot on the season with Uli and oh, cool. Kane, which is one of my all-time favorite seasons. Yep. That's a good season, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was fun to see her. She didn't get a ton of screen time. but No, but was she was credited. Mm-hmm. There was Natasha, who now is a luxury real estate advisor in Newport Beach, which is described as the California Riviera of coastal Orange County. <laughs> Y'all, I know Newport Beach. I would not describe it in the any Riviera of those words. Of, of, a, of a beach, of a city, of a state. <laughs> And then the last one was Jolene Towers, who now is a hand or has hand modeled and is now a photographer and is not bad. I thought for a second you were going to say who is now a handbag. <laughs> I was like, huh, she just turned into fashion. <laughs> I am going to say one nice thing about these professional models. They, if they are not actors and just models, very subtly truly bully these people i'm gonna say this i i lived for this i thought 
I did. I, I, I know it's bad. I know some listeners are going to be like, Jamie, this was so mean-spirited. But the way it was done was so actually well done. Yeah, that's the thing. I didn't think it was that mean. Well, I was like, oh yeah, this is like the mild bitchiness that I have encountered in an open call. I get that it. That is true. <laughs> but that's what I mean. It felt very real in a way that this show normally does not with this mm-hmm. bullshit. Like, I think none of the contestants truly knew that this was happening. This was not a depressed situation. (laughs) (laughs) No, at all. The way that the one model surely bullied Anne. And then they're like, you can tell they figured out which ones were really affected by it. And then they just like zoned in on it. Oh, my God. I just wish one of them had got up to Jane to be like, "Hmm, that head's pretty square. I loved also Liz. Her reaction to being bullied is just to be a full cheese ball. Her oh, yeah. doing that little dance right behind the model was so funny. <laughs> I also, I think this is Esther's best moment in the episode. Mm-hmm. Is they're going in, of course, on her breast size. And she's like, I'm well aware. <laughs> I'm, I, they're on me. So I, mm-hmm. Did y'all find the makeup for the show Loki insane? Mm-hmm. It was yes. bold, I'll say. At one point, Zach Posen tells Chris that having both hands on her hips is too drag queen for him, which I think is surprising when you're having your models that contoured. <laughs> Even better, Chris's response of, can I just do one? One. <laughs> also, the when- sad look. Oh, so go, Alexander, please. When. <laughs> When I don't even remember who asked it, someone's about to ask a question of a model of one of the bully models, and they're and then the response of like, I don't have time to talk to you. It was Chris, because <laughs> that's when Chris got mad, big mad in that confessional. She's like, Oh, I just wanted to. Mm. <laughs> My two favorite moments one is the frantic discussion between Zach Posen, unnamed assistant, and Liz. She took off her bra, so put your bra back on. <laughs> See, I read that differently because Zach's face was so sad. I felt it felt more. So put your bra back on. Why did she take off her bra though? Who asked her to? I wonder if it was visible because like she's if the goofy. Straps kept falling down or something, and she was like, "This can't be right." It's Liz. She's a goofball. By far, my favorite moment of this whole thing, and maybe this is enjoying bullying a little too much, but it could. Yeah, have been I. I, right before you say this, Anna, I want everyone to understand we get that this is bullying. That being said, it's also funny. And I think in this context, they can live together. There's this moment when the professional model who asked for clarification bullies Anne. And then I don't know why this happened, but Anne takes a silk scarf, and throws it fully over her entire head like she is putting a bird to sleep in its cage for the night. (laughs) I don't know why, but I loved it so much. (laughs) See, I also love, and this is one thing that it's not bullying that I love, when they're like, we're finally doing a real runway show. This is their third. This is their third runway show. It's the real one. I I wrote the note, and I wish this was true. You know, Top Model loves to have Hallmark episodes. Mm-hmm. Auditions. You make it to makeovers. You make it to overseas. They should have always had around, like, eight contestants left. A, this is your first real runway show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
that should have been a thing you get to because this is what this felt like it felt like this was like a hallmark episode that because this was like real and unshockingly does the worst <gasps> and miss j says that she needs to make big big changes in order to su- survive outside of a beautiful picture which made me wonder if miss j gets to see the pictures Ooh. like how and when that would be happening oh yeah because from their perspective right now it's like why is Anne in, in this competition that is interesting i didn't even consider maybe he that. just demands to look at their portfolios every so often maybe he like tyra invites him over to like bitch when she's picking out the photos uh, honestly maybe miss j doesn't do it texting anymore texting him to miss j <laughs> <laughs> he's just taking pictures on his flip phone um this aqua scarf on andre leon tally is everything to me i thought this was the most go- i think this is the best andre's ever looked he looked good right now he Felt like he did not necessarily want to be there, though. Oh, I don't think he stayed for the show. No, 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 no. The clothes were fine. There were one or two pieces I really liked. Most of it looked like high-end department store, which is what it was. He was, this was his high-end department store collection. Oh, yeah. These chunky, clunky shoes. We're not helping anyone. Not great. Awful. That was my least favorite part. I love the outfit that um, Kayla was in. Kayla looked amazing. Amazing. She was by far my favorite. She was my favorite, too. I... I know that Anne was the worst. Mm. Esther had the funniest gif moment, though, when she, her whole, it's like one of her shoulders fell asleep. Or dislocated. Yeah. Her right shoulder was just, like, down. And then sometimes she'd, like, shimmy it up, and then it'd fall right back down. It was very swervy curvy. Yeah. In a way that I've never seen her walk before. Mm -mm. Well, because we haven't seen them walk before. Because there has been no actual training, mm-hmm. a lot of these like weird I think Esther's walk can be fixed. Anne's walk, I do not think Anne's walk can be fixed. I think it can. I think she's just leading from her hips in a very strange way. Maybe. But uh, they also love to give Anne, as we'll find out, the most kind of avant-garde and formless big. things, yes. which I think does hurt her in a way. Most of the time, Anne doesn't get the use of her arms in outfits they put her in. True. That's true. I did also enjoy Liz's finale dress. The sweater dress with the that had the pearls in the pattern. I thought oh. it was fun cute. Yeah. Oh, that was super cute. I also thought Chelsea did a really good job, but I also just think Chelsea is more built for the runway. Like, I think her look really translates from far away in a mm. really... Yeah. If that makes sense. Like, she, like, stands out in a crowd, despite the fact that she's just a platinum blonde white woman. I will say, though, I think Chelsea has a tendency to go to scared face. Like, she sometimes has a problem activating her face, but also not fully, like, because she goes into, like, wide eyes and, like, mm. like she's being blasted in the face rather than just, like, activating. Because we've seen in her picture, sometimes she's kind of like, <sighs> Maybe that's why she defaults to ghost face a lot. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I thought, I agreed with Zach that Kayla just looked super elegant. It looked like Kayla would be, like, the muse model. Because mm-hmm. you could imagine Kayla in any of those sure. clothes. Sure, yeah. And she took those fall colors really well, too. Yeah. This, to me, if I was not knowing the end result of this cycle, to me, this feels like Anne starting out at the front runner, and the narrative is Kayla slowly working her way up. Mm-hmm. And that's not not what's happening, but it's I'm like every episode I'm getting so much more on the Kayla train. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. after and the there show, was a great wait. There was a great Zach quote. I don't want to. It was almost my opening quote because he's just frantically giving instructions. <laughs> he goes, "Rocket, hot, sexy, just walk." <laughs> 
Like, I hope someone checked in on Posen after this. Like, this a gentle why he hug doesn't was work needed. Anymore. Yeah. After the show, Miss J is posing with his mean girls. And no one told them to drop their stank faces as they were all standing in a face-off against the top model girls. And then Chris is talking heads. This, this is, is so where great. they start to go off the rails. <laughs> Train on the tracks no longer. We're starting to get more like angles and leans and forwards and <laughs> hands pop up. Throws a white sweater from nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> she just has a full jacket with her or something. And we learned Chelsea wins. This is where one of my favorite way too big Zach Posen quotes came in when he's talking about Anne. And he just needs to say, you have a really unique look. You have to have a better walk. He says, rarity is the definition for me of luxury. Luxury. (laughs) Rarity is the definition of luxury. What is Anne supposed to do with that, Zach Posen? (laughs) I love that everyone's like, Anne, you're a model. You can't do it. But (laughs) you can. Chelsea wins. Everyone seems really happy for Chelsea, too, which is nice. Yeah. Well, it also seems like maybe they're happy that finally Chelsea won't complain about not winning. I don't even think Chelsea was complaining. I think she was just seething in the corner in a way that brought everyone else down. That's what I mean. There's just an energy that maybe they're hoping will not be there if Mm -hmm. she wins. Yeah, she can dress in these five looks every day and be very happy. (laughs) I want to read what I think is one of the best back and forth conversations ever in full this is via jane and Anne. next day at the house there we are sitting in our long rectangular kitchen <laughs> what are you eating huh i said eating egg that's egg hey guys gasp <laughs> these scrambled and microwaved egg oh my god and water <laughs> they're in water in a plastic square container what was happening with this egg <laughs> I think she made an egg. She scrambled it, right? And then just put a little water and popped it in the microwave and got egg custard, scrambled egg custard. To me, it well, looked like she had poached an egg, but then just like poured it in with the water into her receptacle. <laughs> well, and Jane is such a dork that she amuses herself by dropping the G at the end of a word. <laughs> I said eaten. <laughs> like a... Like a... Me. <laughs> y'all are... Y'all... Ha! Rub it off on me. Oh. I'm like a Princeton girl. Have some fun. <laughs> when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. In another way too casual entrance, in walk Mr. J and Nigel. And Jane, see, this is where I identify with Jane. Not thrilled. So anyone just walks in anymore. (laughs) Yeah, she said, I don't feel safe. (laughs) That was fun. I love that Jane calls out the show. (laughs) That She's just like, is there not a lock on our door? (laughs) And this is when I noticed, decor-wise, a thing that I had never seen before, which was a freestanding adult-sized tower (laughs) of pizza just chilling in the corner of the living room you know that famous venetian landmark of pisa (laughs) pisa is very high fashion (laughs) mr j has hosted this show 
long enough that he should know better than to not anticipate the scream after commercial but before Nigel. (laughs) Because poor Nigel's name gets completely outsized by him saying, it's your first commercial. Ow! Directed by Nigel. Ow! Why is (laughs) Nigel the commercial director? He's been doing that a lot. He's not in Psycho 13. He's not apt at it. I'm not saying he is. (laughs) Also, I think I see a skull underneath Mr. J's jacket. I'm sure. Do you see it right next to the Verde trailers? (laughs) (laughs) This commercial will be for H2T Beauty and Energy Water. You know, the beauty water industry. What are they trying to make this? This, yes. Okay. Yes. This 100%. Is, yes. Because um, we'll get to it later. These ingredients are scammy. Oh, this was all the superfoods put together for mm-hmm. sure. It's like, I think they were trying to make a drinkable micellar water. <laughs> <laughs> also, the brand Classic Girl gets a lot of screen time but if you try to do if you try to google classic girl clothes you will not be happy with what you find it is a sad wormhole of some men's rights activism so surprising looking at the fashion on display because this has to be the worst wardrobe like top to bottom 10 worst wardrobe ever kayla's basically wearing panties Cheap, flimsy, the stuff I was buying from the bargain bin at Forever 21 when I was in college. Everyone looks so bad. And also, everyone's dressed in, like, the wrong color for them. them. Yes. Yeah, they put Chelsea in this bright yellow that practically points to her armpit tube (laughs) tattoo. Yeah, there's a lot of also strapless things that needed a hiking up Mm -hmm. on some of these people. Uh Uh-huh. Nigel, very casually tosses off jay did tell you that you'd be roller skating and kissing boys in this commercial correct and then kayla says actually kissing like actually full-on kissing which and is the funny answer also. is no oh. even though they go out of their way to tell her yes passionate we want a moment but it's like no her not that this is good for kayla to be very clear but but it's way more manageable than they make it seem like it's going to be. Mm-hmm. Unless they changed it. But it's but they changed like it for that. Yeah, they changed it for everyone. But then. also, I'm going to argue, roller skating is a special skill. Oh, and yeah. You would not oh, just yeah. have anyone put roller skates on. And it is totally unnecessary for this commercial shoot because the way that it is shot, you don't need to go lower than the waist. No. They could easily just be jogging. I'm going to say this, though. As someone who's a very apt roller skater, it was like my thing for a long time. I put this in the same category as swimming. I am equally angry at this. This is how I feel during any of the dunking your heads underwater things. Is I'm like, to me, that's a special skill. And this is a special skill. And this is something I would be great at. But just like when you do this, like if you're just a good enough skater, you're going to then be fine enough to get through you know what i mean like i think chris does a great job but one of the reasons she does a good job is she's pretty good at skating yes because chelsea even outs the show after the commercial is all over and says none of us could think about what our faces were doing because we had to concentrate on not falling down can we talk about the moment i want to get y'all's read on it i wasn't sure because i we've all been pretty big fans of chris's i think right Mm -hmm. i think we can all agree with that and i really like chris I think the way she reacted when Liz was clearly coming up to fake kiss her 
was a little outsized, especially considering you know Kayla is right there. Yeah, unless Liz had recently been eating something gross. Mm-hmm. It, I agree. I don't know. It's just like, let a little of the homophobia out, Chris, in a way that I didn't expect from you. So Kayla's pissed and it does not want to have fun with Mr. J when he tries to be like, what's going on, Kayla? And there is real fear in her voice when yes. she tells Jay her experience uh, of being sexually assaulted. She's clearly triggered immediately, mm-hmm. fully. There was one moment where it almost felt like, and I don't think that this is necessarily true, but the way she talks about it, because she has tamped it down so hard and so far, it almost felt like a recovered memory of like, she didn't necessarily expect to have this reaction Mm -hmm. to just a quote unquote, like casual, like you're going to kiss someone on set because she is like, she goes from kind of like pissed to like, I I don't want feel safe. I don't want to be on this show. And then Kayla calls out the whole show and being like, if this was real life, I wouldn't have taken this job. I wouldn't take this job. Yeah. Yeah. Because he's trying to be like, well, you know, sometimes you got to do what the job is. She's like, I wouldn't take this job. I wasn't sure how to feel about Mr. J in this situation. I have mixed feelings. I have mixed. I think some of the for him, some of the stuff was good, honestly. Yes. Mm -hmm. There's a part of me that's like, this could have been a lot worse. And at least his overall recommendation is you should go to therapy as you've brought up, because that is the, like, you need to speak with a professional. You went through some, like one of the most traumatic things you've survived. One of the most traumatic things a person can survive. And she's told no one, mm-hmm. not her family, not her girlfriend, not anybody as we'll find out. And overall, that is the correct thing to say. I, yeah. I would posit. However, mm-hmm. sometimes his tone and the way that he chooses to phrase things really bother me saying things like, I'm really sorry to hear that mm-hmm. clanged for me in a way that I I was very uncomfortable for her. I don't think Mr. J likes to deal with uncomfortable situations. And when he has to talk about them, wants to minimize the conversation. And uh, this time, yes, I agree. He did say a correct thing of like, oh, that sounds like you have things that you should talk about with someone professionally. Mm-hmm. We still have to do today's thing when we could have easily cut the kiss from Kayla's commercial. I I guess one part of me, though, also thinks that I agree with both of what you're saying and the more, like, itchy, problematic things that he said and the way he phrased them. But also, I do want to, for once, give Mr. J a little bit of grace that he probably wasn't expecting to have to have this conversation. Mm. Sure. And I'm just not like he's not someone who's trained to talk about he is not equipped like no that we've read his book so (laughs) so i think that like in the moment like i would never want any of my on the spot advice to friends when i was younger and also not prepared for something this heavy to be recorded but also you know it's there's also a weird vibe about the whole thing because this is an international television show And anytime this happens on reality television, it's really odd to me when someone says, I've never spoken about this to anyone. And I'm just like, well, how are you feeling right now? Because now not only is your mom and your girlfriend and other close people not going to know about it, but everyone is. And that's what kind of makes me sad and angry Mm -hmm. is that it feels like because of this situation, because of however Kayla was feeling, the world knows this now. This is almost how she's going to be remembered in some ways. You know, and I that's... There's something about that that just makes me kind of deeply sad. For me, this is what I remembered about Kayla's story. 
I didn't yeah. remember how fun and good she was on the show because it yeah. colors it because it spotlights her. And I think part of it is that it was done clearly with different cameras and from a different – there's something very different about this conversation from the rest of the show. And something I want to say because I remember – because this was a, a cycle that I watched in real time at the time. I remember – and this is extremely wrong-minded – and I don't rewatching it. I don't think the show is framing it like this, but I do think that ignorant people framed it like this. That people were, I remember people saying, Oh, well, that's why she's gay. I remember that yeah. too. And it really painted this picture that because she was fearful of intimacy with men, that because of this abuse, this ongoing childhood abuse, mm -hmm. that it quote unquote made her gay. And I, I believe all our listeners probably know that, but those are two separate things in her life. Those are not, one did not create the other, you know, because there are plenty of lesbians who ha are not fearful of men at all. And that has nothing to do with their sexual orientation. Um, but I do remember that being a point. And I just wish the, that she says everything, I think, very, very, very well, especially in such a bad situation. But oosh, I just remember that being part of the episode, too. And it just uh, remembering that that was part of the episode was a really icky feeling. For me, it's you're sort of in this bind because in a way, I'm glad that the show got out of Kayla's way and let her use her own words and tell mm -hmm. her own story. And she is so brave and so vulnerable and admirable but on the other side of that she seems very alone and unsupported in a way that i don't think the show intends but is not equipped to handle and mm -hmm. it really you know to get a little soapboxy for just a minute do it for as far as we have to go in so many areas of society it makes me really grateful that like the phrase intimacy coordinator is mm -hmm. one that a lot of people know now. Yeah. yeah. Because for Absolutely. a shoot like this, there should have been an intimacy coordinator on set. And it shouldn't be, you know, when Nigel maps out the whole commercial and it's like, look to camera, say line, sip water, stand up, skate here, say another line. And then they get to the end and then they're like, and then you just kiss each other. It's like, well, that's the part that's non-specific because that should be as mapped out as everything else is in the commercial, if not more so. Especially when your slate says kissing commercial, mm -hmm. not H to T water. It says kissing commercial. I didn't notice that. It that's did. Her. That's bananas. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So what makes me, when I saw that, I became furious because yeah, if that's what you're so. going to call it then that should have been the first thing that was said about what this commercial was can i transition to two palette cleansers please please one on kayla but on something so different and i call this topic the topic of hair magic how oh i <laughs> has know her the answer hair changed <laughs> From bright red Bob Bangs nonsense to long, much more flattering dark red nonsense. Two words. Color, spray. They color sprayed her hair. Okay. And I thought you were going to say color evolution. And put in extensions <laughs> on a ponytail because later you see not the ponytail, but you see a lot of the red, 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 red oh, gotcha. in, a, in a pulled back. I think this color ponytail. looks so much better on her. Agreed. Agreed. Did it also seem to you like unless they literally fell all the way down, as only one of our contestants does, that they only got one take? Yes. It felt one take-ish, but I feel like they would have also said that mm. if it was a one take thing. I don't, I don't think know. so. Also, another palate cleanser. Was that the 1-800-Flowers model that Nigel yes! almost kisses? It really looked like him. <laughs> one of the two. 
<laughs> no, the one, the, the one model, the, the one that was there. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody, some drag queen needed to teach these women how to say acai. Uh, that was the next thing I was going to say is we learned a powerful <laughs> lesson of that was the moment because everyone remembers when those berries took over mm. flavor categories and no one taught any of us how to say it. <laughs> that was the, it was barely commented on. But the funniest part was that they clearly gave them three quote unquote hard, hard to pronounce words. things and gave them no direction. So they all say some wild things. And that was the funny part of the commercial was going up and me like, Gowanus Brooklyn. <laughs> and, <laughs> <laughs> Kashi <laughs> soup. Speaking of top Kashi model soup, word... cereal. cereal. <laughs> Kashi speaking soup. of top model word salad, the copy for this commercial is so crazy so that you can barely tell when they're screwing it up. Yeah. <laughs> Looking great on the outside starts with feeling good on the inside. Sip. That's why I drink HTT water with seven key ingredients, including acai berries, guarana, and chromium. H to T keeps me feeling young and energized from head to toe. And when you feel great on the inside, you always feel beautiful on the outside. And it tastes good too. H to T water. Feel beautiful inside and out. The fact that they had to say, and it tastes good too, after kissing girls on the neck. Neck. Where there is no H to T water. See, but that's why I think they changed it. I think their solution to Kayla's thing was they change it to neck, but then that made then it change grosser. that line, babies. He doesn't need to talk. He needs to no one moment. And w- we read him to filth in the next episode, which I thought was hilarious. <laughs> Nigel is, of course, very offended. Ooh. Very offended by Liz's embarrassed laughter, which is clearly embarrassed laughter. Mm-hmm. And to me, the problem is not the laughter, but more that she just mumbled her way through everything. Yeah. yeah. My problem was that Liz didn't say any words of the script. <laughs> no, I, and I'm also offended by the framing of these commercials where sometimes we don't even see a person's face. Also, and also, Nigel, a fake commercial shoot would not cost hundreds of thousands of dollars. <laughs> this one, yeah. this one with those clothes and those skates? No. They also, there's this thing in the commercial. There are two male models in every commercial. One who's hanging out in the beginning shot, and then the one who gets, who kisses at the end. And they have, whichever male model it is, just stand there, looking the girls up and down while they talk. And it comes off so creepy. Mm -hmm. I loved Esther's cute little low five to Mr. J. And that's the end of their relationship because after that, first of all, Esther got the worst outfit. I'm sorry. Yes. Oh Esther, my Esther God. looked like Violet Beauregard after she starts turning <laughs> into that blueberry or whatever. And then I, Esther has the funniest kind of fucking this up, which is <laughs> doing like everyone does. She can't skate. But then when she gets to the male bottle, she curses looks at herself, counts the the words on her finger, and then delivers them. And I'm like, Esther, what do you think is happening? See, this is why I think it's one take. One take. There is no way she got to do that more than once. Because I don't think, because before that, she was actually saying the words the best. And the thing is, I don't think it was a extra challenge. I think they underestimated how long they were going to have the light. Because by the time we get to Anne, she's practically in shadow because the sun is setting. 
Yes. Mm-hmm. Also, Mr. J calling Esther the flattest person he's ever seen. We've seen the show, Jay. That's mm-hmm. not true. I'm not saying she's a huge ball of energy, but I I loved Jane's little eeps, and I love that they were captioned as eep every time. I was gonna say these little eeps. eeps. I like eeps. Chelsea's little oops. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> Nigel can even make eye contact with Chris when giving her a compliment. Mm-mm. Why does everyone hate Chris? Oh, is that the show? <laughs> everyone hates Chris. <laughs> uh, I know I know where it comes from. And finally, our episode title, The Girl Who Cry Vomits. Because when Anne starts talking, it she is both the saddest person and also the sickest person. That's, they haven't even started filming yet, as far as I can tell. And she is just gone done fully cooked before she even gets on camera and she goes down so hard before david Lim helps her up also everyone should have had pads on you Mm. had pads (laughs) now was it funny when she was being helped up by some assistant and she spills the HTT water on her? And of course, Anne is very sorry. And she's like, Oh, I'm so sorry. And the woman just goes, It's just water. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. Colored water. This none isn't a these, product. <laughs> none of these are ingredients are in this thing. I lost my mind that they did edit that out. Oopsie daisy. I just. Ugh, it's just so hard to watch. I posit it's a little funny to watch, only because it's funny timing-wise to me when Nigel is escorting Anne, and he says, you can do this, and she immediately falls. <laughs> and I just, I'm sorry. I don't know what is with me this episode with the gentle bullying and the falling, but there's just, I think my brain needs to laugh at something because of the Kayla stuff. Mm-hmm. So Maybe. it's like, this is less bad, JW. I just also feel like Anne's not moving but is constantly being pulled Mm -hmm. and so the like forward momentum of her feet and the backward momentum of her upper body (sighs) so awkward i feel so bad for her and it doesn't get i was like but does she snap into it at the end nope no before she has to stand up she manages a nice line sure yeah yeah. But then as soon as she has Bonnet. to move, it's it's all over. I, I don't... Oh, I know why I wrote it, but I don't know when. I was like, Anne isn't afraid of failing. She's afraid of dying. <laughs> <laughs> was anyone else surprised that Anne has bright yellow nails in her confessional look? Yeah. Yeah, yeah they're really pretty, but also not what Maybe I would... Esther painted ass- them. We know that yeah. Esther likes to paint nails. True. Yeah. Back in the house, Kayla's going to have a big emotional moment during which... And in a very on-brand way, is going to eat a giant sloppy sandwich. I wish that cat had popped up. (laughs) (laughs) Bacon cat? Bacon cat, are you here? (laughs) This dumbass little walk-in pre-panel. I liked it. I'm sorry. I thought thought this was, no, I'm just being dumb is the best, Tyra. Yeah. Is the skirt too tight? No, I'm just being dumb. (laughs) (laughs) Zach Posen needs to shave his upper lip. He does need to shave his upper lip. He looks like he is about to go to the Bema. (laughs) And become a man. (laughs) (laughs) No, you didn't. (laughs) Also, also, I'm proud of myself for getting the reference. (laughs) What is this spy movie music slash survivor immunity idol hunt? (sighs) Like, what was going on? What we now can all say collectively and confidently just to cover girl. With no cosmetics. Yeah. 
And one take Tyra doesn't fail us because she said Zach Posen's 2010 collection of Z spoke the fall collection. (laughs) (laughs) You did the perfect. eye look down that she did. What was it? Fall. (laughs) And I don't know if it was this, as she puts it, make-believe product. Which Nigel can't even put on the desk properly. What? There is nothing more supermodel to me than Tyra being like, and here's how we actually show the product. <laughs> Brand <laughs> out, Nigel. Did she just eat a bunch of sugar before this judging? That's that what beauty water. Going <laughs> that beauty water. It's Let me tell you, Hannah. you know what? Let me tell you, if you don't know, acai berries, superfood, no studies on it. Guarana, no. caffeine. No, 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 no. No studies mm. on it. Chromium How? is a metal, a trace element <laughs> that actually leads to kidney failure. Even the even the word doesn't sound like it would be good for you. <laughs> Chelsea is wearing one of my favorite outfits. It's that black strapless dress with like mm. purple stockings because there is almost a perfect recreation of something that Stormer wore, wears in Jim and the Holograms. And I was like, who does she look like? And it racked my brain forever, but it is a perfect cosplay of that. And I just think it's funny because Chelsea, to me, does not seem like a purple leggings kind of. Oh, that was definitely from Z Spoke. Oh, yeah. Oh, you th- oh sure. That mm-hmm. makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Jane is first. Thought she did surprisingly well. I yeah. like Jane's. Jane's mm-hmm. was actually my maybe she did get second but she was definitely in my top two mm-hmm. and this is where we learned that the male model had a, the surprise line and is wooden <laughs> is embarrassingly bad liz is next lizzie 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 yeah what was that when liz says at the end because she messes up everything y'all and when she says at the end when you feel beautiful on the inside you feel even more beautiful on the inside <laughs> <laughs> and when when they're talking to liz I got so angry watching this episode that I had to pause it and take a little walk around my apartment and come back. Oh, wow. Because, wow, I'm even I'm getting angry just like ugh, remembering it. So Liz does a bad job, obviously. Dreadful. Yeah, She knows she did. It's not no one's in suspense. And Nigel gets on his bullshit about you don't care, blah, blah, blah. And Tyra puts on her bullshit therapy visor and says, you know, why are you here? And Liz immediately tears up and starts talking about her kid in a way that is immediately emotional, really deep. And Tyra tells her that that's her purity and that's her truth and that's what's going to make her shine. And then she says, you almost have an advantage over the Uh, girls behind you because you have that extra thing. Mm. And we get all these shots of these male judges looking very stern and serious. As Tyra tells this young single mother working three jobs who has left her kid behind so she can give her a better life that she has an advantage because of this. And I was so angry that I had to turn off the episode. For uh, this was uh, in an episode that contains what we've already talked about with Kayla. I was not ready to also be so angry because if she had just stopped, if that's your priority, that's your light, I've been like, fine. dumb, but fine, fine. Whatever. But it was the advantage line specifically, like you're saying, hit me real hard. I just, I can't, the audacity. Well, yes, I agree with all that. To make it, I think, even worse, it feels the way it's edited together, like there was something else cut out that might have been worse sounding than what we actually got. I can see that. 
it's dumb from both sides. Both sides. Because it also supposes that, you know, a woman's highest purpose is her child and nobody could possibly, no other woman in the room could have a good reason for wanting to do well in this competition. Like both sides just give me flames on the side of my face. I was so mad. (laughs) And also uh, the show, like its relationship with personalities is so complicated with how they feel about mothers. Mm -hmm. We've had photo shoots against teen mothers. We've had photo shoots and well, not photo shoots, but we've had contestants that are mothers. And wow, we, wow, do you think you can bring that child everywhere with you? How are you going to do that? But now it's also your greatest magic gym crystal in your heart Advantage. that's going to propel you. You have one up over everyone else. It's the lack of consistency that almost makes me the most mad. Because if you're just like, you can't be a model and a mom, that'd be a horrible opinion. But at least you could be like, well, that's what the show thinks, wrong-minded if it is. Or if they were like, mothers are the best. All mothers, please. It goes all the way back to auditions, right? Remember where Tyra started putting a lot onto Liz and like, ooh, you're on food stamps? What's that like? Tell yeah. me, tell me. It's just really gross of like, because it almost, to me, feels like, yeah, you want this? You want this money for your kid? Mm-hmm. Mm. Show us. Show us how important exactly. it is to you. Show yeah. show me how you deserve it. Mm-hmm. It's just gross. And also, it kind of overshadows the fact that Liz had a terrible commercial. <laughs> Awful! Real poo-poo from start to finish. <laughs> terrible. Chris is next. I love that Chris comes up with the attitude of, I'm not going home this week. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Tyra. Commercial. Good. Great. Thumbs up from Chris. Bye. And you know what? Is also annoying. Chris's natural cheesiness is a huge part of the charm of this commercial. Uh-huh. I didn't find a single moment of it too cheesy. Her from head to toe is delicious and perfect. I I honestly thought this was like would rank on high on the top America's Next Top Model commercials, and this I is agree. also one with so many dumb elements to it. Mm-hmm. Also, this is the first time I noticed that there was an H to two song playing under the commercial. Oh, it was the first time you noticed? Because I had that on repeat in my head. <laughs> H- Cannot believe it's not been water. released. I tried to find it. I was like, there must be a YouTube rip of this or something. This is where the camera work is hideous. We did not walk this through with any of the filming. Mm-hmm. I also think the lighting on Chris was worse than normal. And I know they're outside, so it is kind of natural light. But mm, You're right, though. It was worse. Yeah. And is next. What is this outfit? What is this outfit she's wearing? Number one. This has to be in the top 10 worst performances in a commercial of all time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I know it's a small detail, but for some reason... The so complete, many top 10 lists this episode. The right? completely perfect profile shot of her taking the world's biggest glug of that water <laughs> made it so gross. Andre says... He felt as if she was in deep pain even from the moment she stood up. Andre is laughing during this commercial because it's just so sad. Zach Posen tells her, remember the invisible string? And she hunches more. (laughs) And then Nigel says, fear is not endearing. Because for Nigel, other people's emotions only exist to endear them or not endear them to him. Fear is the mind killer. (laughs) Yeah. Kayla's next. And you know what? I love the fact that she just starts making up words. I love it. Yep. Gubana. (laughs) 
Asab, no, she goes with seven ingredients, including asabi berry, guarana, and gabbana. She, I, she almost stunning. launched into "Come on, pretty mama." <laughs> <laughs> like, this is why it works. Asabi guarana. Come on, gabbana. <laughs> what I love about it, though, is because I think they only got one take. Mm-hmm. She was like, it didn't break her, right? She was just nope. like. I, I could be saying literal gibberish right now because I am. It doesn't matter what I say. I just need to say it confidently looking good. She fakes it convincingly almost yeah. the whole time for me. I also didn't see that much awkwardness in the kiss at the end. It felt no. like a little producer shenanigans that they brought it up. I agree. Although I actually Zach found Posen her kind says, I actually found her kind of flirty. Zach Posen says, you have to love humanity. I'm going to say this. I bet Zach Posa did not know this whole thing. And I bet he said that, which is dumb and proclamative. Proclam- <laughs> Imagine it. that. Yes. Yeah, proclamative. And I bet, he watched this, I, watched this, I bet he watched this episode was like, oh, no. Well, they probably edited out that have to love humanity line, right, guys? And then no, they because watched. they also didn't edit out that they love her urban look. You know, hoop earrings. And a ponytail. She kind of actually, I mean, if they don't have this reference yet, it kind of looked like Ariana Grande drag. <laughs> they could have just said that they were impressed that she looked more commercial because she's been so successful looking high fashion, which is accurate and a good thing for her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But Kayla doesn't have get to have good things this episode, Hannah. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. <laughs> she gets to have Gubana and that's it. Chelsea is next. And y'all, I hated this commercial from b to e did you from a to t from b to e b to e so forced there is nothing charming and also it seemed like a commercial about her tattoo yeah i didn't mind the over the shoulder section i thought that was a cute way to do it sure i liked her ending fine i think she had one of the worst skating sections Hmm. also she got into the trap of her back was to camera for a lot of it and she just kept I see, roller I thought skating that was backwards. Almost cute. I thought the idea of peeking over your shoulder the whole time was was a good one, but it didn't quite get there. Is it better or worse, though, Alexander, than a bird flying past Esther in her commercial? So, Esther, here you are, roller skating. And then Tyra, wah-wah, Nigel, help us. It's so bad. I don't even have words. This is the thing about Esther's commercial. I don't think it was good. I don't think it was that bad. I thought her final moment was as cute as anybody else's final moment with the guy. I think she knew her lines better than most people. And I think she looked pretty gorgeous despite the ugly thing they put her in. I And I really didn't like them panning down her body as she stood up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I do agree um, that elocution, as eventually Esther will say, is something she needs to work on. Sure. I think that's the actual yes. critique that they needed to give her. Mm-hmm. I also am sorry, because I've liked how she's dressed a lot, but when this striped shirt and Andre has the gall to be like, this is the outfit that you would go on a go-see and not distract. And I was like, this? Also, what do you mean not distract? Not distract from what? She's looked fine in panel. Hey, she did a ponytail like they asked her to, though. But also, they... this is her worst looking panel. What a weird time to, like, this. Well, I think that, I think that conspiracy theory. I think Andre is trying to give Esther a lot of credit here because I think Andre sees where the winds are going. Yeah, Andre did not want this episode to have the ending that it did. 
Uh-oh. No, I, I know the ending Andre wants to have. Andre has wanted Chris to go home for 80 episodes. Oh, my God. <laughs> when when they were talking about Chris, he gives her a compliment the way you compliment your worst enemy. Mm-hmm. Where you're like, yeah, pretty good. Capable. Fine. I, and I think he realizes that if he can't get Liz, or if he can't get Chris to go home this episode, Liz should be next. Hmm. Private panel. Oh, not before we get a, before the commercial. H2T, yeah. I liked your trumpet version of private panel that time, though, Alexander. <laughs> Thank you. No one got direction to shoot. No one got direction to shoot. No one got more than one take. Yep. I'm so angry. They seem confounded by the idea of Chelsea being a working model. I love I this subtle should, shade. She could, we could put makeup on her and she could go out and walk in clothes and not embarrass herself or me and be fine. Is that what we're looking for? Who can say? I do. I think this is fun, Andre Leontali. I felt nerves of steel. I should have felt nerves of chiffon. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> At some point, Tyra says, a dreckitude. Oh. I'm channeling you, Andre. We know. <laughs> we know where Drekitude comes from. When they get to Esther, Nigel gives himself a full monologue about how he forgot all about her when he went home and thought about it. Lie. And then Zach Posen pretends we're on a different show called Next Fashion Star. <laughs> I think that was a show. <laughs> oh my God, let me look it up real quick, but I do remember him saying that. And... Andre is the one person there giving Esther any of the credit that uh-huh. she deserves. Mm. Well, Andre also knows that we're about to go somewhere where Esther would kill. Mm-hmm. Oh, sure. Nah, sadly. Oh, Fashion no. Star. <gasps> oh, my God. <laughs> Y'all, there is an app that still Exist. seems to be real called Top Model hyphen next fashion star <gasps> coded by Zach Posen. N- nothing to do with top model though <laughs> wow wow call out order hey chris you're first by default all right <laughs> great thanks tyra we we have your screen grabs to give uh, you the return of the screen grab what about captures screen I, captures. she said it she said it during private panel to nigel the lighting on her face that you got on the capture on the capture (laughs) (laughs) capture on the capture nothing brings me more joy than us losing our minds over the phrases screen grabs and screen captures (laughs) you just said screen capture i did i know jane is second i think rightfully so i think that's fair Mm -hmm. then chelsea hmm I would have done Kayla. Kayla. Yeah. Kayla Kayla is fourth. And then Liz is fifth. Somehow. Somehow. You would think the show would want her in the bottom two. Here's the thing. Here's the problem for the show is that Anne had the worst commercial. Yes. And you can't argue with it. But we all know, including everybody in the room, that Anne is not going home. Right. And they've decided that Esther is boring. Well, I also think that... Esther's pictures, and Tyra kind of alludes to it, Mm -hmm. Esther's pictures are pretty good and aren't necessarily getting credit, but maybe when, if she had got the chance to go to Italy and meet some of those designers, they would have kind of fallen over their ass about Esther Mm -hmm. in a way that they hope they do about Anne. More importantly, I do think that Esther's portfolio is stronger than Liz's. 
But the problem is Tyra just put a lot of time and energy uh-huh. into therapizing Liz. So they can't send her home this episode. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Imagine though being in the bottom two with Anne. Esther should have just walked right out the door. That's her face. But also, the way they describe both of them, if you hadn't watched the show up until this point, Anne would clearly be going home. Because Tyra literally says that the judges don't think Anne is capable of speaking. One of the prizes. (laughs) I know what you mean, Alexander, but it made it sound like you're saying one of the prizes is being able to speak. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Finally. And Esther gets beautiful, edgy, interesting, and commercial at the same time. And Esther, you're a girl who came in here and took the note that I said to slick back that hair. And the judges saw a whole new you, a different you. And fashion loves versatility. But what fashion doesn't like is blah. Where was blah? Where? Also, this whole time, Tyra is trying to hide her smile as she speaks to them. She's like, mm mm-hmm. And then Esther said, uh, fuck this show. <laughs> well, she gets a very awkward hug from Anne. Not shocking. No. Who then gets some very special episode music as Tyra tells her that she has an awkwardness that is actually beautiful. And she wow. needs to work that. It's quirky. I loved when Tyra is sending Esther packing. Tyra starts talking about like the muffle on her mouth or however she said it. Mm-hmm. And... Esther interrupts, ironically, I suppose, and goes, elocution? Does Tyra know that word? Yeah. It's the way it was said of like, you mean elocution. Yeah, I loved it. What a great note to end on. For Tyra to be like my sister in curves (laughs) after othering her for her entire time on the show. Yep. I wish there was a a gym called Sisters in Curves. It's just the offshoot of Curves. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Y'all, before we get to Esther's update, which I hope is a good one, is this show yeah, trying to it's... kill me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, seriously. Because in the next time on Top Model, <laughs> Tyra says that the girls are hanging on a thread. <laughs> <laughs> They're all holding <laughs> They're all little <laughs> borrowers. <laughs> Ooh, good reference. Thank you. Annie Eddie. Annie Eddie of the borrowers. <laughs> Perfect. All right. Time for an Esther update. Esther Petrak? P-E-T-R-A-C-K? Hmm. Petrick, sure. maybe? Um, Instagram is the last name, first name. So Petrak Esther. So I want to read... There's a lot of stuff with Esther. It's an interesting update. There's a a one sentence in like the top model wiki because they sometimes do before the show and hers is super short. And it just says, Esther was born in Jerusalem to a French mother. And I wish it had read. And if someone can edit it, a little gift for JW. I wish you could put Esther was born in Jerusalem, parentheses, cool (laughs) in parentheses. (laughs) Just like Tyra and auditions. All right. Um, She's retired from modeling in 2012. So she retired very quickly from modeling. In 2012, she joined the Israeli Defense Forces as a tank instructor. And in an interview said, my nails are no longer what they were, but the girls in the course are nicer than those on the show. Huh? Wow. She was married in 2017. Um, Let's talk about some controversy about her appearance on the show. It paints... America's Next Top Model in both a better and worse light. And you'll see what I mean. So Esther 
got criticism from the Orthodox Jewish world for her participation on the show, um, which is often thought to be detrimental to women's body image. I'm reading from a source. Sure. Uh, Writers for Tablet Magazine, the Jewish Chronicle, and the Pacific Jewish Center were disappointed in Esther's response, I would do it, quote, when Tyra asked her if she would forego Sabbath observance to participate in the show. In addition, the administrative of her alma mater, my Monides school? Maimonides. Ah, thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Was very critical of her participation in the show. But in October 2010, her mother Marina responded to the accusations that her daughter would give up religious observance for a spot on the show, calling the accusations scandalous and blaming the editing for extracting those four words. I will do it from a quote, long conversation about the principles and laws and how of Shabbat and how Esther was planning to observe them. Now, America's Next Top Model allowed Esther to follow the food laws of kosher. They allotted her a weekly budget to purchase food of her choice and disposable plates and cutlery. And according to her mother, she toveled pots, um, the ritual to purify dishes made of certain materials in the Pacific Ocean. Hmm. So they did allow and give an extra, it seems, maybe not extra, but a budget specifically for that. And I sent a magazine article that y'all have to read. It was one of the ones that was apparently critical of her, but this particular article isn't really. No, they seem pretty supportive. Yeah. Tablet Magazine was just following Esther's journey on Top Model. <laughs> and there, her final episode, there is a recap that I already sent to Hannah. And it is just so well written. So funny, mm-hmm. truly. And I'll let Hannah share her favorite quote from it. But oh. <laughs> it's it's I'll just titled, share the text that I sent to JW. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. But the headline is, Video Killed the Modern Orthodox Star. <laughs> wow. So funny. My favorite part of the recap is when Esther is referred to as awesomely cleavaged, which is exclusively how I will be referring to myself from now on. <laughs> yeah. It's so, it's like, I know this is not Jewish, but our cleavage is an awesome cleavage it rain. I'm having a um, But yeah, that's, that's a lot of it. So it seems in she retired from modeling very quickly, joined the Israeli defense you know, and that's that's there's not a lot of social media on her. Her IG is private and also uh, very low followed, perhaps the most private Instagram and lowly followed of any top model person I've researched in a while. Very offline. I'm so sad that the rest of this cycle is not going to include Esther because she was definitely one of my favorites. And yes, I was predisposed to like Esther. I found her presence on the show refreshing, low key. She is, I think, one of the most gorgeous contestants to ever be on. She took one of my favorite photos of all time. and I The underwater I just, one, I assume, is what you're mm-hmm, talking about. Yep. Yeah. And I just really enjoyed her on the show. Yeah, the show will be Lester. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> I, don't, I really liked the hints that we saw of Esther. And I don't think that Esther, like a lot of the people I've said about this show, Rihanna too, mm-hmm. no one, we're getting... Some credit that Reddit was deserved because of Anne and not Anne. But the show's Anne. Yes. Mm -hmm. I also think the show continues, and Rihanna and Esther are both perfect examples of this. The show kind of doesn't know what to do with dorks. Yeah. Mm Because Esther seemed like just a goof, just a dork. The way she would scuttle off and point and like shimmy and like do these little cute things. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. She just like seemed so 
fun and actually naturally funny and had a sense of humor and the show doesn't the show doesn't reward that or they only reward a very specific type of it yeah it's a shame i didn't remember a lot about esther I, I really didn't. I feel like the only thing I remembered, and it's because, and I know why, because they shove it down our throats all the time. Boobs. It's the size of her boobs, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which it was literally never a problem on this show. Nope. It was mentioned and never really came up. It, never, it came up plenty, but never came up as an issue once. So mm-hmm. I was actually surprised that they continued to perpetuate it. And if you want to continue to perpetuate this show, yeah. you should rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. We love hearing from you. Your hot toddies, your mm-hmm. iced lattes. Mm-hmm. Gonna ruin people's brains, Alexander. <laughs> <laughs> you can also reach out to us at podleadum.com or send us an email at podleadum at gmail.com. And thank you to all of you that tweeted just the number one. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> so funny. You can find me anywhere at Yet Charming. Come say hey on Instagram at Hannah Jane Ginsburg. And I'm on Twitter at JW Crump. And be sure to use the hashtag podleadum whenever you do, so we know it's for us and only yes. us. So for Podleadum, I have been Alexander Price. I'll be Hannah Jane Ginsburg. And I'm JW Crump. And we'll see you on top. Podleadum is not endorsed by America's Next Top Model, Tyra Banks, 10x10 Entertainment, or any of their subsidiaries. It is intended for entertainment and informational purposes only. America's Next Top Model and all names, pictures, and audio clips are registered trademarks and copyrights of their respective trademark and copyright holders. 